You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. We're certainly glad to have you listening in to the Business Hour on America's Web Radio. And this is going to be a very uh, interesting hour because we've got a gentleman on, Richard Brooks, that uh, has introduced me to something that uh, I didn't even know was going on at all. And uh, Richard, I believe the 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 person that's guilty of for this is uh, our mutual friend uh, Roger Wise. Is that correct? <laughs> that's correct. Okay, so uh, blame it on Richard. We can't even blame this on the co- uh, the COVID nineteen or anything else. We have to blame it on. Uh, uh, Mr. Wise, but he is a great, great guy and knows everybody. So, with that being said, uh, Richard, explain what you do and, well, one, where are you from originally? So, I'm originally from uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And uh, I just moved down here uh, to the U.S., uh, to Georgia, actually, um, for a job. I'm working in economic development for Banks County, which is on the uh, high tech I 85. Um, corridor down here uh-huh and banks let's locate banks county what are what are the adjoining counties and major cities so banks county is right next to jackson county and franklin county uh and commerce is uh, right on the border there to the city of commerce oh, okay. uh, it's halfway between greenville south carolina and atlanta it's got about 220 sunny days per year which is great news it's one of the reasons i came down here um, and it's on the 441 uh, highway corridor, which is the gateway to the Smoky Mountains. So it's really at an intersection of all the major highways. Uh, the the 441 actually runs from Maine all the way down to Florida, and uh, 85 is known as the Boom Belt. Uh, it's where almost all the manufacturing goes, and uh, I'm sure you probably know that uh, all the major German uh, automotive manufacturers are located all around Georgia. They're in South Carolina, Tennessee, and Alabama. So uh, a lot of the car parts manufacturers uh, locate on the I-85 belt. Um, and that uh, new uh, battery facility, uh, the SK uh, battery plant, has just gone in uh, right on uh, the border there at Banks Crossing, too. So that's a huge facility, and they're going to be making the EV batteries for the cars. Interesting. And what – okay, so you moved down here to, to uh, go to work for Banks County, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And um, – in the economic development area, and who started this in Banks County? Uh, who started the corridor? Or yeah, well, who, whose brainchild was this? Uh, I think this was Chairman Turk's brainchild. So he's the chairman of the um, uh, commission at Banks County, the county commissioner. Um, I've got a quote from him here. He says, "Banks County is open for business. Our vision is to have a high technology manufacturing supercluster." along with mixed-use housing and commercial developments and sports complexes buffering I-85 that will enhance the county's reputation as a great place to work, live, and play while maintaining that rural feel and environmentally pure landscape that Banks is known for outside of that corridor. Uh, so that's Charles Turk, the chairman of the Banks County Commission. So he's, uh, he's the one with the vision who, uh, who put this all into place. And so uh, one of the first things I did is uh, put partnerships together with the uh, counties and cities along the corridor, including Commerce, Jackson, Franklin, Hart. Uh, Gwinnett and um, Barrow, uh, and so we've all become part of the uh, Georgia High Tech I-85 corridor, and uh, so we're putting on this summit with the province of Ontario 
which is going to be to add value to both businesses in the uh, I-85 corridor in Georgia and also in Ontario. I guess uh, a lot of folks know Commerce Georgia for uh, the uh, discount um, stores that you have there. That's right. We have the um, uh, the Tanger the Tanger outlets are actually right there in Edinburgh and and, uh, and also in uh, Commerce. Uh, so that's uh, basically Banks County is located one hour from six million people. Hmm. So uh, you know Tanger is likely to be located there because it's it's that one hour drive that people are willing to make to go and and do the shopping there. And so uh, along with that, we have a whole host of other things that are huge amenities there. We have. I think it's the second largest hub for restaurants and hotels in the state, uh, or I think it's hotels but in the state, uh, something to that effect. I can't remember exactly the quote, but we have a lot of hotels and we have a lot of, uh, of uh, restaurants there located uh, locally. And not too far off, you got uh, Chateau Alain's? That's correct, exactly. Chateau Alain's a beautiful place, and we have a lot of conferences and dinners and so forth there. Uh, we've also uh, we're looking at bringing in a big mixed use facility, which is going to be commercial, uh, residential um, uh, development uh, with a central square, hopefully, and, and so forth, and uh, a great place for kids to go out and just walk around. So that's uh, that's what we're hoping to bring in soon too. We've also just filled up the last part. Just uh, right now, we've got one place left in our industrial park, um, and that's about to be filled, as I understand it. And uh, so then we'll be looking to create a new industrial park also. Hmm. Because of all the supply chain for the SK battery plant is going to be coming out there also most likely, and so we're going to have to make sure we've got space for people. So when you say high-tech corridor, what are you all looking at uh, from a high-tech standpoint? Are you looking at, at the computer industry or or other what other high-tech uh, type? So I can foresee, you know, basically robotics coming to this part of town, uh, definitely. Uh, but this first uh, summit that we're holding is the first annual Georgia High Tech I-85 Corridor Business to Business Partnership Conference with Ontario. Uh, this one is going to be uh, basically around automotive, it looks like, uh, and high tech automotive. We've got uh, various guests who are going to be speaking there. We've got um, so it's going to be hosted by Charles Turk, the chairman of Banks County Commission, and Maurizio Espina from the government of Ontario. We're hoping to have Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan speak also to give an economic overview on Georgia. We'll have Ray Kadri, the head of Ontario's Autonomous Vehicle Innovation Network, speaking. Uh, Rope Roberts, uh, who's working with Georgia Power. Uh, Costa Simoglu, who is the director for Georgia's Center for Innovation and for Energy Technology. Chris Armstrong, the vice president, uh, Cirrus V2X of Panasonic Smart Mobility from Panasonic North America will be there. And Ali Kelly, the executive director of the Ray. And the Ray is uh, the Ray is built the nation's only publicly accessible living laboratory for transportation innovation on Georgia's I-85 high-tech I-85 corridor, uh, right up there by the South Carolina border. And then Doug Briard, who's the plant manager from Sealit North America. Sealit's a big German firm uh, that's specifically located in uh, in Banks County because they found it was just a great place to do business. And they said to me just yesterday, I was speaking to them, and they said that if they had to do it all over again, they would definitely pick Banks County and come back again. So good to hear. Uh, is one of the encouragements in Banks County because of a, a good tax base, or? Sorry, David, you're you're cutting oh. out there, and it's uh, okay. Uh, the volume right. a little bit. Yeah, is um, one of uh, Banks Bank County's uh, attributes a good uh, tax base? Oh yeah, that's great. It's it's it, the land in Banks County is relatively inexpensive compared to the rest of Georgia. Um, also, it's got. Uh, 
you know, uh, if we've got a new wastewater treatment plant that's going in in the next couple of years too, so there's going to be lots of wastewater capacity. Um, it's just a great place to do business. There's power, uh, you know, everything you need. And like I said, there's like over 220 days a year of sunny weather, which is great. Uh, even in the, I, what I find coming from Ontario that's quite remarkable is in Ontario, you can get sunny days in the winter where it's uh, like minus 30 with blue skies. Here, uh, you can have zero degrees at night, but as soon as the sun comes up, it's almost instantly 60 to 70 degrees. So the sunshine here is just a lot more intense, which is great news if you like warm weather. <laughs> well, I must admit, uh, we were into our uh, Easter cold spell as uh, it was rather cool, rather nippy this morning, as a matter of fact. But uh, like you said, it uh, warms up quickly. So That's, that's right. When, By the way, David, could you speak just a little bit louder? Because it's really hard to hear. Well, can you turn up your phone a little bit? It's all the way up to the max. Well, and so was my board. So, you know, I, are you on a, you're on a cell phone, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, well, so it's starting. Is there a... Uh, a uh, I don't guess there's ever going to be a completion date. It says... It grows. Uh, more and more companies will decide to come into Banks County or, or uh, locate along the uh, corridor, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think the whole corridor is just booming. Uh, all the counties on the corridor are booming. There's, uh, there's lots of industrial development. I think uh, we've seen with COVID that Georgia, I think, was the number one, if I'm not wrong, uh, I think they had the number one economy of all the states coming uh, through the COVID crisis. So uh, we've, we've noticed there's been a huge uptick, I think, it's in exports, too. I can't remember exactly what it was, but uh, the economy here has just been flying because there hasn't been the lockdowns that we've seen in other places. In, in Ontario, there's been massive amounts of lockdowns, and uh, I believe in some parts of Canada, there's curfews, so none of that's happened here. Um, and so, uh, you know, Georgia's been open for business, and uh, like I said, this, this county in particular is, is one that's really well-placed to accept uh, all those businesses that are looking to come down. Which brings up another question, and I'm sure this is a concern of, uh, you know, parents or anybody else uh, moving into Banks County or opening a business there or doing whatever they're going to do. The educational, just a, a sort of an overview of educational facilities, and I know you have Gwinnett Tech that's not too far from you, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, ed- educational facilities for the younger kids and then... Uh, also, medical facilities. What does Banks County offer as far as medical goes? Sure. So Banks County is actually located right between Greenville and Atlanta on 85, and then it's also located on 441 between Gainesville and Athens. I think we're about 20 minutes or so from Athens, the uh, University of Georgia there, which is all of the uh, university graduates. And so uh, we're working with them on economic development, too. They're doing a lot of studies for us uh, as part of their coursework. Uh, and we are also, I just had a meeting actually yesterday with the uh, Board of Education uh, for up to high school. And they're working with our businesses to, to, to develop training programs in the last years of high school there, where students can actually train and become uh, proficient on jobs and walk right out of high school into jobs. So that's really great news, too. So it's, not, it's basically cutting the wheat from the chaff and just you know, training them on what they need to know to do that job effectively. Um, and so they have that option now of going directly into a job, which is really good news, too. Um, so that's the kind of uh, people that you're dealing with here in Banks County. They're very pro-business. They, they understand it. They're looking for win-win situations. Um, and they're, they're you know, working uh, gladly with businesses. 
You know, uh, there used to be a stigma on um, uh, technical schools or technical colleges or whatever you want to call them, and and uh, that oh, you really don't have a degree unless you've gone to uh, a university and gotten a four years degree. But today, that all of that is changing with uh, the fact that. Uh, like Gwinnett Tech, uh, where you can learn a trade, or like you said, if if uh, you have the right people working with you, we just talked to a, a gentleman in Pasadena with the uh, Model T club out there, and he was talking about the fact that in high school now, when I was in high school, we used to have wood shop or or uh, mechanics. Uh, shop if you wanted to take it, and uh, They've brought it back in Pasadena, California, and they literally restore a Model T every year. And it's all high school kids that are interested in doing it. And once they have that background, they can walk, like you said, they can walk out of high school into an incredible job. Yeah, and uh, that's amazing. Oh, I it is. I heard about that. If they're interested in doing a Mitsubishi 3000 GT, let me know. I've got one that needs refurbishing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't think that falls under the uh, Model T category, but uh, <laughs> anyway, so, you know, it's, I think we're, as a country, we're waking up to the fact that not everybody's meant to go to a four-year university, and uh, that they're... Well, I think the return on investment for that has uh, diminished greatly because the cost has gone up so significantly, and what we're seeing is because there was such a huge a movement of demand into the universities in the last 30 years that and, and away from the technical colleges that we've seen the salaries go up because of the lack of supply in those technical jobs. And so now sometimes you're getting paid better uh, from a technical college when you graduate than you do from a university. So the return no on question. investment for technical colleges is probably through the roof right about now. So, you know, it, it would seem to me that someone with uh, foresight might uh, want to take a look at Banks County or on up the road a piece to... Uh, yeah, if you're, if you're technically competent in welding, robotics, you know, any of those things, electrical engineering, uh, Banks County is a great place to be. I know the SK Battery Plant is going to be hiring lots of people, and so are a lot of the other businesses there, so there's going to be great demand. Interestingly enough, we're uh, I'm talking to, um, and, and he's going to be on the show in a, in a week or two, uh, the gentleman with Dragonfly Drones which uh, drones have taken over going like crazy, you know, whether it's uh, for fun or many businesses now are using drones. Uh, the land surveying industry is using drones all the time. And yep. uh, it's, it's just uh, it's very interesting what technology has done and what it's doing to our country. And, um, you know, it's all the, all the change in the world, and I salute the gentleman that uh, – had the in Banks County that uh, had the foresight to um, take a look at this. So, with that being said, we're going to uh, take a break and come back to Richard Brooks right after a couple of messages. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. 
over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, From Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Now, the county itself is mostly rural, uh, and so it's beautiful nature. 
Um, it's just the corridor, which is one mile either side of the I-85 uh, highway, uh, which is the high-tech corridor. And so that's where all the industrial and mixed-use developments are going in, commercial developments are all going in there. Um, so I would say probably 90% of the county is actually more rural. Now, we have one of the best school systems uh, in, in, in the state, is my understanding, uh, and, and they do a great job. I've actually spoken at a couple of their high school classes, uh, and those kids are really on the ball. So, so they've got a really good education system. Uh, it's very close to the um, – uh, in Gainesville, we have – it's about 20 minutes away, I think. It's a, there's a hub for, um, for hospitals and medical um, and then, like I said, 20 minutes south, you've got Athens, which is a hub for uh, the University of Georgia and education. So it's right smack dab in the center of everything, basically. And, uh, you know, it's sort of a, a well-kept secret. Would you say that was a, a fair statement? Well, I'd say that until now, because apparently you have a huge global audience, so maybe it's not a secret anymore. <laughs> well, that's uh, – we do get around, so uh, – <laughs> and I, I, I could see, you know, uh, people like yourself and the, and the other folks that uh, started this or, or started the development uh, looking at it like what a wise investment to uh, purchase land on either side of uh, 85, knowing that at some point somebody's going to want that 10 acres. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. So we at the county are looking for people who are going to come in, though, and put jobs in there. Um, and we're looking at the high-tech jobs, sort of like automation, um, right, robotics, um, and people who are in the supply chain for uh, these high-tech jobs, like the EV battery plant uh, that's right there at Banks Crossing. That That's interesting. As far as the batteries go, what uh, do you know what type of batteries or what their specialty is or their market is particularly? I don't know a lot about it, but they're EV batteries, so they're going into the cars, uh, electric cars. Oh, okay. So uh, that's my understanding. That uh, <laughs> there's certainly a push on that, which uh, from being from Texas and uh, having interest in other in uh, fossil fuels, um, you know, something has to uh, charge those batteries, and uh, so it, it's sort of a, a mixed emotion, I guess. Um, well, I guess uh, usually you've got your nuclear plants that uh, shut down at night, and so uh, that's really that's really the benefit of being able to charge during the evening is that you can uh, you can offset those peak hours during the day with the uh, with the non-peak hours at night, and so you can use your nuclear plants uh, throughout the evening. So I think that's the benefit of it mainly. But just in general, speaking about Banks County and international development, we have uh, we have industry there that's from Germany uh, in Sealit. We have industry there that's from, uh, originally that was from uh, France in the Diana Foods. Uh, that was recently sold to an Irish company, so Kerry is there now. Um, we've got the SK Battery Plant, which is from South Korea. So uh, we have a lot of international development in this high-tech I-85 corridor. And yet it's relatively new, right? Well, relatively, yeah. I'd say so. It's in the last probably five years that all of it's come in. And, uh, really, and I'd say it's really due to some really forward thinking on the part of the county commissioners. Uh, we have two new ones right now. So we've got Charles Turk, who's the chairman, Danny Maxwell, the vice chairman for District 1, uh, Bo Garrison's the District 2 chairman, Sammy Reese is District 3, and Keith Gardner in District 4. So it's really their foresight and vision that's, uh, that's allowed this to happen. Um, and I would say probably also I'd have to give a lot of credit to the, um, the Banks County uh, Development Authority, 
the chairman of whom is Scott Ledford, uh, and he's been doing a hell of a job also in, in bringing investment to this county. So uh, I know right now he's working on a new uh, recycling plant, and that plant uh, gets up to 70% efficiencies, I think, where you know historically recycling you're at around 20%. So they're using robotics and uh, automation uh, to get those recycling numbers up higher, too. So uh, just a lot of great stories going on in Banks County. Well, as, as long as we're talking about banks, I might as well... Uh throw out something to the general public and I'm sure being a being a, resin, a relatively new resident you will not appreciate what I'm about to say but uh, starting very shortly Banks and Shane the band Banks and Shane will be uh, doing some uh, inter- very interesting things with America's Web Radio and uh, this will start uh, Friday week, as a matter of fact. So uh, all of us that love Banks and Shane for the last 20 years here in Atlanta and throughout the country, as a matter of fact, uh, it's very interesting uh, having a discussion with Banks. And uh, uh, he started naming some people in Texas in my hometown that we knew in common. So it's uh, you never know. But... uh, (laughs) I did want to, as long as we're talking about banks, might as well talk about banks and Shane for a second. Well, and, uh, sure. Well, we're, we're hoping to have a mixed-use facility that will have a stage, and so maybe they can come and play on that. <laughs> well, great. Like, uh, like Banks says, if the price is right, they'll play anywhere. But, <laughs> and they're, they're so well-known that it's just incredible, and uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have uh, Banks Burgess uh, as a friend. And... Uh, uh, you know, he's, uh, in fact, and interestingly enough, Roger Wise helped me get a hold of Banks. So, uh, <laughs> Well, Roger Wise is definitely, he's the networker, right? I've never met somebody with such a wide network as uh, Roger Wise Jr., that's for sure. He, he does have that, and he's a close friend, and uh, I'll uh, see him tomorrow, as a matter of fact, at the uh, Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Um, induction ceremony to be held at Johns Creek at two o'clock tomorrow afternoon, and um, Roger will have to say hi for me. I I will tell him hello and uh, and looking forward to it. And anybody that wants to come to the uh, induction ceremony, um, it's the class of twenty twenty. They had to postpone the the normal ceremony, which was to be held as always in uh, Columbus, Georgia, but. Uh, because of our infamous COVID, they couldn't do it this year, so now they've moved it to uh, tomorrow, April the 3rd, 2, 2 p.m. at uh, Newtown Park in Johns Creek at the Healing Wall. And if you haven't been to the Healing Wall, then it's a replica of the uh, Vietnam Veteran Wall in, in Washington, and it's the one that traveled all over the United States. And people from... All over the country come to uh, Johns Creek to, uh, uh, and they'll be putting in a kiosk very shortly that will have a computer and you can type in a name and find out exactly where that name is located on the wall. So, yeah, everyone's invited tomorrow, 2 p.m. at Newtown Park in Johns Creek, Georgia. So, back to the I-85 corridor. Um, you know, one thing I found interesting as you were mentioning names on. Uh, on the Banks County uh, Board of Commissioners, 
I don't think there's a lady on there, is there? Uh, not at this particular point in time. And I would think that, uh, I don't know a lot of high-tech ladies, but I'm sure they're out there, and uh, you might be recruiting a, a lady for lady commissioner one of these days. Who knows? And, <laughs> Perhaps. You know, um, one of the things that's interesting about Banks County is it's right on the uh, on the continental divide. Oh. So uh, if you are in the northern part of Banks County, uh, the watersheds go either run down to the, t- the Chattahoochee Basin, which runs to the Gulf of Mexico, mm-hmm. or it runs down uh, the other side towards the Savannah Basin. So you're right at the very top there, and it's in the foothills of the uh, Smoky Mountains. So um, it's about, I think, probably about a 1,000-foot elevation uh, up here. So you're actually quite high, uh, considering uh, where you're located, which isn't too far from both the Gulf of Mexico and the uh, Atlantic Ocean. Oh, it's a it's a very beautiful area, and like you said, at the foothills of the Smokies, and um, go up eighty five and take a left, and you're in the Smokies. Yep, Basically. that's right. <laughs> and uh, if you're headed up to uh, Asheville or any of those areas, uh, and I, I, you know, I, as we've been talking, uh, Richard, I, I realize that, you know. Banks as well. Now, obviously, Banks has stepped out of the ordinary and doing something, you know, that a lot of counties aren't doing. And realize that counties don't promote themselves like they really should. Would you say that's a fair statement? Oh, I'd say it's a fair statement for sure. And it's not Banks alone. Like, I I want to reiterate that, you know, this is also uh, Gwinnett and um, Barrow and Jackson and uh, Commerce and Franklin and Hart counties also working all together. So uh, we all see the benefit of being on the boom, the boom corridor here, which is I-85, where all the high-tech businesses are moving to. Right? As you, you alluded to it earlier with Gwinnett's Technical College, right, and the, uh, the Innovation Crescent, so that's all, all in the same place. And so uh, I think, you know, we realize that that's the strength of all of our counties is this uh, corridor, and so we really want to make sure that people are aware of it and, uh, you know, realize the value that's there. How many, uh, and this may, this is probably not a fair question, but in your projections, what do you look for in increase in population? Oh, it's a good question. Um, well, I, I think you, you, you see again. I think the population increase is probably going to happen in the corridor, right? Like, I, my understanding is that we want to keep uh, the vast majority of Banks County rural. Right, and uh, keep the beautiful nature that's there. It's just the corridor, which is the buffer, really, to the I-85, which is one mile on either side, uh, where we see that there's going to be that growth, right? And there'll be, I'm sure there'll be a growth in population there. We just look at the SK battery plant, and there's, you know, I, I can't remember if it's like 500 jobs or something like that that they're going to be bringing in there. So, you know, when you have plants like that coming in, it's definitely going to increase your population. You know, and I must say that uh, your area competes with my area out in Texas because you all you all do some great farming in that area. And, oh, that's right. Yeah, we're a huge agricultural hub too. Right. We have, um, as I understand it, we have. Uh, I think we have equestrian, um, so horse breeding. Uh, there's different kinds of plants. There's all kinds of unique and innovative stuff that's going on in the agricultural realm in Banks County, also. You know, I just thought, and my my degrees in agriculture, as a matter of fact, but uh, it's changed so much since I was 
sitting on a tractor, and I was, uh, as you were talking, I was consider- thinking about the fact that my farmer today, his tractor is or can be controlled totally by GPS. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, it would be interesting to see if any of the large agricultural uh, equipment suppliers move into Banks County. Where they've got, oh, I'm sure. You know, where they've got, quote, unquote, test plots that they could try stuff out on and then uh, also ship all over the country. Yeah, well, I think we'd be looking to have that, uh, if we have that mixed-use facility come in, part of that would be probably a big farmer's market where all those people can come and, uh, and sell their wares, too. And I, I think you're right, it's going to be robotics in agriculture. You're going to have robot farmers pretty soon, <laughs> where, <laughs> where it's all going to be, you know, done automatically, right? And uh, it'll be all automated. Well, uh, yes and no. I, I think that, yeah, more robotics will be introduced into agriculture, but you, you can't, there are two things that you can't replace. That's the farmer and the rancher. And, That's uh, for sure. You know, they'll, they will still outsmart any robot going. And uh, well, I think all the, all the judgments are going to have to be made by the farmer, which is where the knowledge is, right? But I think that the uh, you can have, auto, just like you've got these uh, automated vacuums that run around your homes, right? You're sure. probably going to have automated tractors in the future that are going to run around the plots and picking all the things for you, which would be, which would be nice, I'm sure, because that's the hard work. Well, uh, as a farmer, been there, done that, and uh, like I said, I don't think we'll ever be able to uh, I don't think the farmer will ever have the respect that they should, and I don't think that they'll ever totally be replaced by by any robot. And I, you know, they could, you could, uh, you could farm by remote control with a tractor or whatever, and uh, with the technology that we have, it could be done. But then again, as amazing as it is, even on a farm that you're you've worked for years. Something will change, and it's yeah. There's uh, no replacement for the wisdom, that's for sure. Yeah, well, wisdom and um, and being there and handling the situation as it occurs. But that's neither here nor there on the corridor. Um, I think that what you all are doing is absolutely incredible, and um, you you've got this. Uh, let's talk about your um, um, meeting coming up. And who's invited? And you say you have a number of speakers, which we've gone over. But uh, yes. is this open to the public or strictly invitation only? Uh, it's invitation only, but you can you can you know feel free to send an email to me to request an invitation. I'd be happy to put that through. It's uh, rbrooks at co.banks.ga.us. So just uh, let me know which organization you're with and uh, what your interest is, and I can see about getting you an invitation. Uh, that'll be through the government of Ontario, and so I'll just filter it through to them, and they'll be making those decisions. So, uh, again, I can just go through the agenda. It's uh, going to be on June the 2nd at 2 p.m. You know, there'll be a welcome by the host, which is Charles Turk, the chairman of Banks County's commissioners, uh, Maurizio Espina from the government of Ontario. Then uh, hopefully we'll have the lieutenant governor, Jeff Duncan, speaking on a Georgia economic overview. Um, after that, we will have the Ontario Automotive and Mobility Sector Overview with Ray Ed Kadri, the head of Ontario's Autonomous Vehicle Innovation Network, AVEN. And then we'll have the Georgia panel, uh, which will include uh, Rope Roberts, uh, who's basically the godfather of economic development in Georgia. He's been around a long time, and he knows everybody. So uh, anything about economic development, he's the guy. He works for Georgia Power. 
Um, we've got Kapsa Simoglu, who's uh, the director for the Georgia Center for Innovation of, uh, for Energy Technology. Uh, they help the state maintain a leadership position in the fields of energy generation, transmission, distribution, storage, and consumption. We got Chris Armstrong, the vice president of Cirrus V2X Panasonic Smart Mobility from Panasonic North America. They're working with the Georgia Department of Transportation to test a vehicle to everything V2X data ecosystem called the Ray. And then we've got Ali Kelly, the executive director of the Ray. Uh, the Ray has been built the nation's only publicly accessible living laboratory for transportation innovation on Georgia's high-tech I-85 corridor. And then we've got Doug Bruyard, who's the plant manager at Sealit North America. Sealit is a part of the plastic, resin, and synthetic fiber manufacturing industry located in the heart of Georgia's high-tech I-85 corridor. Uh, and they also, I believe, uh, they also uh, market to the automotive industry. Uh, and then we'll be finishing off with David Weiner, the Consul and Senior Trade Commissioner for the Canadian Consulate in Atlanta. He'll be doing the Q&A uh, moderation. Uh, we'll have some elevator pitches from 10 tech companies, four for, or eight tech companies, four from Ontario and four from Georgia. Uh, they'll make a quick pitch, one minute each. And then we'll have closing remarks from Harris Lowry, who is the ambassador for the Georgia High Tech I-85 Corridor, and uh, Representative Chris Irwin from the Georgia House of Representatives. And then after that, we'll be probably having uh, some select B2B meetings uh, between 5 to 10 Ontario attendees and, uh, and some of the Georgia companies after that to see if we can make some connections, too. Richard, uh, how many, uh, I know you mentioned SK, South Korea. Uh, mm-hmm. How many other countries are you all looking at? Why do I smell China coming over? Um, I haven't got any, uh, there's no Chinese companies that I'm aware of that are in Banks County or Commerce that I'm, that I'm aware of. Today. So I haven't seen any <laughs> Chinese. Yeah, uh, it's mostly South Korea, uh, Germany, uh, France and Ireland are the ones that I'm seeing right now. And I know that there's some Canadians that are also interested, especially with the weather up in Canada, as <laughs> being as cold as it is. I think they're looking to put their summer, uh, summer campuses down here in Georgia. So uh, I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of interest internationally. I, uh, yeah, I would think so. I would think that another one would be uh, Japan um, and, yep. uh, and Germany particularly. Uh, yep. Coming, coming in. Do you, uh, with this being said, and, We've just gone through it and seen it. It's not high tech per se, but do you see the potential of any pharmaceuticals getting involved? And we, we've just seen what can happen when the need arises. Uh, they can answer the call. So I, I can definitely foresee that there's an opportunity for the supply chains uh, moving back to the United States, uh, right? Because I think what's gone on is, you know, over the last 20 years, we've moved to the lowest cost, fastest supply chains. Um, and in the process of doing that, we've increased the risk uh, to our supply chains. And so I think right now, because of the situation globally and macroeconomically, I think that we're seeing companies move away from risk. Um, and trying to, uh, you know, basically reestablish and, and, uh, and, and instead of outsourcing, but home source a lot of their, uh, their goods and having, you know, uh, backup supply chains and not just one, not being dependent completely on one supply chain. So I think we're seeing a lot of companies doing that. Uh, just recently I'd uh, received a call for bids from a, um, an automation uh, product that was being built in China and that they're looking to source it here in Georgia. So uh, I, I see a lot of this home sourcing where we're coming back from outsourcing and, uh, you know, basically reducing our risk on, on, on foreign adventures and, and bringing it back home. What is the uh, – do you think most companies that move in 
will bring their own people, or what kind of uh, employment situation is in Banks County as far as uh, uh, supplying labor? I think you'll have a few people come in from abroad, but the vast majority of people are, are being hired locally, right? Like I can use uh, Sealit as a good example, right? We have, there was uh, one person I think working there that's from Germany, from Frankfurt, and the, the rest are all local people. So I think that's pro- probably a fairly good example of what you might see. So you're, you're really looking at this to uh, be a boom to, uh, uh, well, all of the surrounding ca- counties uh, and the I corridor, right? Or I 85 corridor. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, I think, uh, you know, as I think the entire corridor wins when one person wins. So when the SK battery plant came in, I think all of the people in the corridor win from that. So I don't see any competition between the counties and the cities there. I think it's really. You know, all of a high tide floats all boats at the end of the day, and so I think we're looking at massively high tides in the future. Okay, once again, and uh, you went pretty fast, but I'll tell everybody get your pen and paper ready. And Richard, give us the information again on the uh, upcoming uh, conference. So that'll be Just- June the second at two p.m. Um, and if you want an invitation, you can uh, send me an email at rbrooks, R-B-R-O-O-K-S, at C-O dot banks, B-A-N-K-S dot G-A dot U-S. Um, let me know what organization you're with, what your interest is, because uh, there is limited spacing, so uh, I can't guarantee that everybody's going to get in. I will pass on your email to our Ontario uh, people who are, who are dealing with this, and they'll make the decision on who can attend and who can't. And what is your background? My background, I'm a professional uh, engineer by background and uh, also an MBA uh, in business strategy. Ah, okay. So you cover both both ends of the spectrum, sort of. Yeah, and uh, I've been around the world. I've been to 57 countries, so traveled quite a bit, uh, quite extensively. I lived here uh, also from 98 to 2002 in Atlanta, so quite familiar with the area, and uh, we were making a plan to come back. That's fantastic, and... Uh I uh, wish I had the credentials of being able to say I'd, I've visited that many countries. Have been abroad. Well, your, vo- but your voice has visited more, I think. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, but uh, uh, you know, I uh, we we have a tendency, and, and this is this is something that I see um, very interesting in what you all are doing and what Banks County looked at is that we have a tendency to. Um, live in a clamshell or something like that and don't realize that uh, that other things are happening in the world. We think that it's only happening in Atlanta, Georgia, or only happening in our subdivision or something like that, whereas, you know, there's a, there's a big world out there and there's potential and uh, interest, and I think this is where uh, banks should be very proud of their commissioners, that that they had the foresight and that they uh, that they see the future and looking at the future for Banks County and the surrounding counties and are reaching yeah. out. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's great uh, great vision from the authority and the commissioners, uh, basically to uh, you know to, to see this as an opportunity and to collaborate with everyone and to make it happen. And uh, I can tell you that uh, I put my money where my mouth is. So we moved down here, uh, you know, of all the countries that I've been to in the world, there's a lot of great places to visit, but I think there's none better than here to live. So if you're raising a family and you want to live somewhere in the world, this is the, this is probably the best place. And uh, 
as we're in this season, and this is uh, Easter weekend, uh, what kind of number of churches in Banks County? And I assume that it's, a, a broad, again, a broad spectrum of, of religion uh, in yeah, the area. I think you have a mix of everybody there. Uh, you know, there's, there's, it's a mix of all kinds of different people. Um, you, you have, uh, I'd say that the main, the main cohort of people there, though, are people who are really down-to-earth, common-sense people. Um, and uh, that's really key, right? Like uh, good people that you just want to be with, be around, and you know that you can talk to and you can work things out with. That's great, uh, Richard. Uh, we're going to take another break, and we'll come back with Richard Brooks right after a couple of messages from our sponsors. And uh, this is interesting. And be sure you keep your pen and paper handy. We'll be right back. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Happy to do it whenever you have time. Just let me know. We're back on the Business Hour on America's Web Radio, and we've got Richard Brooks talking about the Georgia high-tech I-85 corridor, and it starts in uh, Gwinnett County and goes on up to uh, Canada, as a matter of fact. And, you know, Richard and I were just talking, and, I may be letting the cat out of the bag or something, uh, but I mentioned the fact that uh, this, in my opinion, would be the ideal time to uh, buy a few acres where you could on uh, on uh, the corridor. And uh, not that I'm a speculator, but, heck, I own a radio station. I guess that's as good a gamble as any. So, you know, it well, depends on where I, you want to gamble. Yeah, there's a lot of speculators that are involved, but I think at the end of the day, what Banks County is interested in is people who are creating good, good high, uh, high-paying jobs. And so those automation jobs and uh, jobs in the high-tech industry um, and supply chains for those jobs, uh, that's kind of where we're hoping people are going to come in and, and, and start businesses. 
because there's great opportunity. I was just talking to the high school the other day, and they were saying they'd like to see a Moe's or a Red Lobster. So there you go. There's some ideas of, of demand <laughs> that's being unmet in that in that corridor <laughs> right now because that's out of the out of the mouths of the high school students, and you know that's what they're thinking. So. So that's interesting, but yeah, if you there's a there's an app online called Landglide where you can go in there and you can you can pick up the plots of uh, of land and see who the owners are and uh, you can ask them what they're what they want for their land and uh, sure, you know it's a free market and so you're able to buy and sell land as, as you see fit. You know, one other question um, talking about the kids and so forth. What um, in and how long have you been in, in banks now? Just four months now. We just moved back down here. Oh, okay. So it's it's still sort of um, getting your feet wet, I guess would be an expression or whatever. Yeah, relatively but, new. Although, uh, you know, I'd say we've jumped in the deep end here and we're, we're doing international conferences now, right? So we've got an international <laughs> summit with Canada. And I'll just say that we do, we do, uh, I-85 doesn't go all the way to Canada, but the, the, uh, the high-tech corridor goes from uh, Gwinnett to Hart with banks is in the, in the center of it. And so it's uh, basically north of Atlanta to the South Carolina border. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we branded as the uh, high tech corridor, and so that's basically uh, where that goes. But we're having this summit with Canada uh, to see if we can, uh, you know, drum up uh, business for both uh, con- both states or provinces in this case, and uh, and countries, and uh, basically, you know, help these companies do networking to to learn about like minded things, uh, increase their knowledge bases, uh, find out about potential supply chain uh, uh, solutions, and also maybe potential clients. So uh, it's all about basically bringing people together and, uh, you know, seeing if we can add value to uh, to people both in Ontario and in the Georgia high-tech I- I-85 corridor. Richard, another question. We, we, we've heard from the kids, and they were thinking with their stomachs, and uh, <laughs> adults seem to think about their pocketbooks. What's the uh, financial situation in, in Banks County and surrounding counties as far as uh, – do we have some large, uh, you know, Citibank or Wells Fargo, or, or what is the uh, financial situation in those counties? So, in terms of banking, I can't tell you. I know there's banks there. I don't know the the basically the financial industry and what their what their roles are in those counties. But uh, I'm sure you'll find that there's a lot of banks uh, in and around Banks County and Gwinnett County and Barrow and. Jackson and Commerce and Hart and uh, Franklin. So I, I think there's no shortage of banking. And probably as as this continues to grow, you'll you'll see the uh, bankers come flying in. Oh no, those are vultures. Oh. No, no, I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> well, I, no. I'll say that there's people that are looking to finance things for sure. I think everybody's looking for good investment opportunities. And so if you have ideas for uh, you know a good business, I think that there's people there that are going to be willing to fund you. That's good, and uh, I, you know, just from what I'm getting from you, you know, it, it's uh, it, well, it's like the um, mixed complexes now, where you have the uh, condos and shopping and all of this, uh, you know, the mixed developments. But yeah. you know, it's what I'm hearing and looking at is, for lack of better words, fresh. And what Banks County is doing and the surrounding counties are bringing something fresh to the area. That, uh, And I, I hope that at some point, someday, you and I will be able to sit down and talk and uh, you will have had 
You know, it's sort of like, sort of like, as crazy as this sounds, but it's sort of like finding out that Disney World is going to locate in Florida or wherever it happens to be, you know. And you've got something fresh and new that is so unique that the whole country will want to at least visit Banks County and uh, see the see the whatever, you know. Yeah, well, that's that's exactly right. I think the key is to to do some. You've got six million people within a one-hour drive of Banks County, and that's excluding uh, all of the eyeballs and uh, people that are driving through both 441 and 85. You know, between Maine and Florida. So uh, you know, you've got you've got a huge amount of people with a lot of spending power that are coming through this 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 bullseye uh, of two intersecting highways right in Banks County, and so I think. Uh, that in itself is an amazing thing. And so if you can do something, just like the Tanger Outlets, like the Tanger Outlets are a draw. So people will drive for one hour to go there to, to go to the Tanger Outlets. And so, you know, if you can put something in there that will, will draw people from an hour away, something unique, uh, maybe somewhat unusual or something new, uh, like, for example, we used to hold a huge Easter egg, egg hunt in uh, in Banks County. It was, I think, the biggest in the world. Hmm. Um, I don't know that it's still going on now, but that was a big draw for people. People would come out of Atlanta to that. So those are the kinds of things that we're looking to do is things that will draw people from the, the uh, 6 million around uh, within one hour of that area. So with that being said, you said there were a number of hotels or motels, uh, accommodations yep. available and restaurants available. Um, what kind of weekend could Banks County handle, you reckon? Well, I think the, the reason the hotels and the restaurants are there is because uh, a lot of people on their way uh, you know, to Florida or on their way back up north uh, they're looking to stay just outside of the Atlanta limits, uh, where the prices are a little bit more reasonable for them. Um, and I think, uh, you know, having all the restaurants and all the uh, the shopping and all of the um, uh, hotels in one place, motels in one place, I think is very, um, it makes it for easy easy for them to just stop there and, and do everything that they want to do in one place. Um, and then they can dip into Atlanta if they want to or dip into Greenville when they want to also. So I think uh, it's a really great location for that. That's good, and and I'm sure that uh, Banks County is going to want to do some advertising on America's Web Radio as things continue along, as we have uh, we have a good audience in Florida and the uh, snowbirds and uh, listen to us, and so we'll uh, we'll continue to promote what Banks County is doing and where it's a it's a good stopover to uh, to shop for the wife and. Uh, Eat for the men. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you very much. And oh, and and it was and it's fun. Um, no, this is this has been quite interesting, and uh, you've revealed something that you know I would venture to say most people had no clue that this was going on, and in this close to Atlanta, and Atlanta, you know, would not really within the corridor not be really that good for something like this because. It's already, I don't want to say built out, but, you know, it's... Uh... No, you'd be correct in saying that, I think. I think that a lot of it's been built out already. The prices are extremely high there. So, you know, uh, this is a more, like, you know, there's different places for different opportunities. And, uh, you know, if you need to be right in the center of a metropolitan center with that population, then, then that's the place for you. But if you don't need to be there, if you just need to be in proximity to it, right, and you need the, uh, you need the, uh, the, the, the lower prices, then... Definitely, this is the place for you. So you know, there's there's different different strokes for different folks, right? Absolutely, and uh, 
I know Gwinnett, uh, because I used to fly out of Gwinnett uh, Airport, but does Banks have, you know, as I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about what you all are pulling into Banks County, I'd like to have the helipad there that uh, uh, flies chartered helicopters from, uh, they pick up their passengers at Hartsville and fly out to uh, Banks County. I think that's definitely possible. We could make that part of the next mixed development that goes in out here. I think that's a great idea. Uh, you know, like I was saying before, the infrastructure here is great for uh, logistics. We've got uh, both the, the north-south highway on 441, which is connecting Maine to Florida. We've got the I-85 highway, which is connecting South Carolina and Atlanta. Uh, and everybody travels on north-south also. We've also got the railway lines uh, that are running right from the port of Savannah. We've got a new inland port that's going to be developed just in the northern part of the county. So uh, that's going to be, you know, a huge amount of logistics is going to be coming in with the inland port. Uh, you've got Gainesville to the north. You've got Athens to the south. Uh, you've got everything, basically, that you need. And you've got, uh, you know, obviously, Hartsfield Airport, which is the huge international airport, right? And uh, I think every I, think, I can't remember what the percentage is. It's something like 80% of the American population is within two-hour flight or something like that of, of Hartsfield. So... So basically, you know, you're right in the center of everything here. Richard, I hate to say this, but we're out of time. We're going to have to move on, but I want to thank Richard Brooks for coming on the business hour today. And I know, you know, I'm I'm very blessed in that almost every show that I do here, uh, I learn something. And I've certainly learned a lot today, and I, I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us. And hope you'll well, come back. Thank you very much for having us. Well, maybe we can uh, twist your arm and get you down to Sandy Springs. <laughs> sure, no problem. Anytime. Take care of yourself. Have a good uh, have Easter a weekend. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.